0: Welcome to another edition of Making Money with the Financial Coach, Ron Hebert, retired portfolio manager. I'm Gord Whitehead. Ron, we've done a two-part show here on whether or not you should have an advisor to guide you along the road of investing. And we've talked about your advisor's skill level, what you should be looking for, some of the advice you should get from him or her, talked about fees. One of the big intangibles here is if I need an advisor, if I'm going to do it myself, let's focus on the do it myself part. What is your skill level? Look at yourself in the mirror and ask that question.
1: Yeah. And here again, you need to break this down into various areas. Number one, Am I good investing the money? So am I good with the asset allocation? Am I good with picking the individual investments or, or investment vehicles like mutual funds or ETFs or individual stocks and bonds? And over the long haul, am I capable of generating positive returns? So you look at what you think you can do and then you look at what, An advisor can do and you minus the fees and see where you're at so there's the investment side of it and then there's the estate side of it you know are you capable of uh, doing your plan that makes things nice and smooth when the family's got to take over when you're not around do you have the ability to and the foresight to know where the problems can come from and You know, your skill levels will change. I mean, when you're young, well, you probably need a little bit of advice on how to get started. And early in your career, you're going to have maybe RSPs that you have at work and you're going to be paying off your mortgage and you're going to be paying off your student debt and you've got certain things. So you probably need a little bit of advice on what your priorities need to be on this. But as you get older, you start having a net worth. You actually have money and assets that need to be managed. So it gets more critical the further on you go, and once you've got good investment and saving habits, and those amounts build up to something where tax strategy is extraordinarily important, well, then you need to go down and take each one of those lists, and how much effort do I need to devote to Uh, tax strategy. Do I have the capability of doing that or do I need outside expertise? Do I have the capability of doing a financial plan? Nowadays uh, if it's fairly simple you can go online and maybe even do one of your own. Uh, If you don't, well then maybe you need to go to your accountant or you need to if the firm that you're dealing with has one maybe you need to plug into someone that offers those services as well. So you really need to go down the checklist of all the different things from the tax, the estate planning, the retirement planning, the investment planning, and take a look at each one of these areas and look in the mirror and say, do I have the ability to do this on my own?
0: It's the old check
1: your ego at the door thing here. Totally check your ego at the door. Because sometimes you see people doing the dumbest things that they, they are completely convinced that they have insight that nobody else has. So you need to make sure, look at this a little bit humbly and, and say to yourself, no, I really, really do need help because it'll be value added for me uh, above what I'm paying.
0: So sometimes, too, there can be a disconnect between knowledge and action, right?
1: Yeah, Investors who know better still do dumb things with their money, whether living beyond their means or making emotional investment decisions. If after a thorough accounting, uh, you look back and you, there's another thing, you take an inventory, you sit down, you pour yourself a fine glass of French burgundy, yes, <laughs> and uh, maybe a pad of paper, and you write down, you look at your past, it's uh, sometimes a little bit humbling is to look at how many six things you can put in the success column and some things you put in the failure column. You know, if there's just too many items in the failure column that cost you a lot of money well then you're going to need to look to outside help.
0: Okay let's talk about life stage. This is a really important consideration whether you should hire an advisor and, and can it add value for you.
1: Here again, as we talked about in the, the previous session, section, as your life goes along, things change. Life stage is an important consideration because as you get older, you have more assets. And as you have more assets, things get more complicated. And maybe you need to diversify your portfolio a little more and you need more solid help on the investment side. Your tax side will definitely get more complicated as you make more money and you'll need someone to help you with that or you'll need to upgrade your skills so that you can handle that and later in life is typically when you've got your biggest tax issues because you've been saving in your RSP, no tax issue. Then all of a sudden you're 71, huge tax issue, the money's got to start coming out. So you've got had a business and you put money in your business your whole career. Well, you've sold your business. Now you've got cash in it. How do you take that out? What do you do? Those are things where later on in life, the issues you face get much, much more complicated. And uh, the other side of it is that as you get older, you find that maybe you just don't have the mental capability to do this stuff anymore.
0: Maybe. It's a daunting task it is. I mean, I'm getting to that age now where I'm I'm sitting back and I'm thinking, "Holy smokes, like I, I need some help on this one."
1: You know, and and frankly, you we just all father time, you you just tend to slow down a little bit. I mean, I because I've dealt with people for 35, sometimes even close to 40 years in some cases, and you've seen how people were really really Actually, sometimes they were young and they were really dumb. And then they got some experience and became really smart. Then they retired and they didn't keep that active. And their mental capabilities just shrank. And if you find yourself in that position, Sometimes it's hardly you just don't have the noodle upstairs that you used to have and you need to turn some of this stuff over. But, you know, you need to take a very close look to see if you're even mentally capable of managing those affairs. And if you don't have a a trusted adult member of your family to take care of that stuff waiting in the wings, well, maybe it's time to find someone who can fill the gap, especially... Even if you've been really good at it, you've never had any advice from anywhere and you find it's the, your, your situation is declining and your cognitive skills just aren't there anymore. Well, I've just seen so many people that were really bright. They got later in life. They didn't have the capability, but they never, ever had anyone come in and help them. They passed away then all of a sudden kids who knew absolutely oh. nothing about anything. There's a whole mess there. Then there's just a massive mess for the family to take care of where if a few years earlier you brought in some excellent help that was there to really hold the hands of the, the next generation if they're not all that skilled, that is a really worthwhile thing. So not don't just think about yourself. Think about that transition too and if, are you capable or is the next generation capable of making sure that the planning and everything, the good ship, your good financial ship that you built over the years manages to stay together.
0: And this, I think, goes back to an earlier episode of what we did here on Making Money. We talked about estate planning. Estate planning is so critical. If, if you leave a mess for your survivors, uh, that can really tarnish, if you will, the memories of the dearly departed. Because uh, we've all heard the stories, and you related a couple of them in previous episodes, where this can just turn into a real family breakdown.
1: You know, if you've done it virtually for 90% of your life and you don't have anybody on the other side who's capable of taking over... Bring a few people in to just help with the transition. It would be one of the best decisions you've ever made.
0: So time is a huge consideration here. If you're thinking that you want to do this on your own or if you want to have an advisor, if you're going to do this on your own, you'd better park a lot of time to do your homework. Especially
1: if you're doing... Um, stocks and bond business. So you want to you want to be in the markets and you want to watch individual investments. I would say you all probably if you're doing that and you want to stay on top of it, you're going to have to devote an hour and a half to 2 hours a day to do that. And if you're maybe trading ETFs, you can do you can do less if you've got somebody to manage your money for you, maybe once a year you'll have to spend some time with them, but It really is going to depend on how many hours a week that you can devote to this stuff. And, of course, if you're busy, if you've got grandkids or you've got health issues or you're in your career...
0: Running a company or something. Yeah. yeah, You've got a lot
1: of things on your plate. Yeah. I mean, try to spend an hour or two managing your own money when you're working 60 hours a week. It is hard to do that. And so delegating the portion of your portfolio to someone else might be worthwhile because often if you're in a business that's generating huge cash flow, the extra hour or two a day, you're going to generate a lot more money looking after your own business than you are trying to take some time from something in your business that could be highly profitable and devote it to trying to figure out what to buy next.
0: Is your personality a big card in this? If if you have the makeup of you have to be thick-skinned to be an investor because you are going to take some shots to the chin every once in a while, and then you'll hit some home runs too. So, but you got to have that personality that uh, is a little bit leatherish, I guess.
1: Yeah, if you don't have the temperament for it, uh, contract it out. And uh, you know, I mean, you, they call it. We've done shows on the herd, and the herd is what most people do at the tops and bottoms of markets. And we're not just talking about individuals we're talking about people in the financial industry many of them should get their money managed as well because they do the wrong things at the wrong time they buy at the top and they sell at the bottom and so typically uh, one of the roles an investment advisor can play is just behavioral coaching you know if you owned stocks if you had a million dollar portfolio and it dropped by half would you have the courage to buy more when it was down? Most people don't. Would you have the courage when the market had gone up 150 or 200% to take some off the table? Well, usually you think it's going to continue to go on forever, like
0: jacking the beanstalk. Boy, do I know that story from some different experiences over time.
1: <laughs> so... You know, a good advisor can just help you with the behavioral coaching. Now, you might find that uh, you were a World War II pilot, and you're rock steady in your emotions, and you don't need that help. Well, fine. This is just one of those things in the inventory that you take to decide whether you need an advisor or not that you really need to look at. Do you have the personality to do this in the first place?
0: Well, I think in review, I could sit here and say, well, here I am talking to a guy who was a portfolio manager close to 40 years He's obviously going to be pro-advisor. Well, and I think there's a reason for that. You were very successful in your career. You helped a lot of other people make money. Those, I, I can count certainly on one hand, and I'm not going to use very many digits, of people that I've come across over the years that have done investing themselves. I think everybody should take the time to get some expert help. I just think it's, yeah, you're going to pay for it, but in the long run, I think it's going to save you money. And there
1: again there's some areas in here you know if you're an accountant you're obviously not going to need uh financial planning you can run the spreadsheets yourself you generally do that so you know you take areas across that investment spectrum and you go through this inventory and you figure yeah i need some help here i don't need some help there but it's important to figure all that out before you start doing it not after you create a mess and then scratch your
0: head saying, now what do i do no how do i clean it up so do your homework that's, that's rule number one. Whether or not you need an advisor, sit down and analyze it. If you have a question for us, remember you can reach us at cfcw.com. Making Money is the name of the show. You can follow the link there, and there is a place for you to put in questions. It'll get to our inbox, and we'll address it in upcoming episodes. Or you can check out our website where all our episodes are archived. That's letsmakemoney.ca, and it'll also get questions to us to our inbox there, and we'll address those as well in the future. Remember, the show is called Making Money with the Financial Coach, Ron Hebert, Retired Portfolio Manager. I'm Gord Whitehead, Retired Broadcaster. We thank you for taking the time to join us on Making Money. The information presented is derived from sources believed to be reliable. This material is presented for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice. Before acting on any investment information, a person should seek advice from an investment professional. The presenters may or may not hold positions in the securities discussed on this show and will not be responsible for any losses sustained from acting on this information.